Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. We're here with the author of The Discomfort Zone, How Leaders Turn Difficult Conversations into Breakthroughs. And here she is, Marsha Reynolds. Marsha, it's great to see you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fascinated by your title, The Discomfort Zone. Mm -hmm. You know, fundamentally, instinctually, as humans, we don't want to be in discomfort. But Mm -hmm. you go on to say how the discomfort zone is a place that's not so bad and, and how you can, it can right. turn something, you know, a negative into a positive. So right. let's start things off by discussing, you know, what is the discomfort mm-hmm. zone exactly and why it's okay to be there. First, I want to make a distinction right. that I'm not talking about uh, the leader's discomfort that they should go into and feel uncomfortable. Okay. Their discomfort is secondary and we'll talk about that. Okay. But the point here is that when you're talking to someone and you create a moment of uncertainty that doesn't feel comfortable, that's the most opportune time for the person to learn. You know, we have these ideas of who we think we are and how we see the world, and we carry that and we survive by that. So the moment that you ask me a question that makes me stop and think, I hadn't thought about that, or I've been doing that forever, that I may feel uncomfortable because you're now broken through my whole sense of self and the world, and I might even then have an emotional reaction, but that's the perfect time for someone to learn. I always say that the leaders that make us feel uncomfortable are really doing us a service because then I'm open to learning instead of being sure I already know the answer. Right, because there's mm-hmm. a way to grow and you need to yeah. grow and you need to really peel but back you gotta the layers. But you got to break that through that first. So the yeah. discomfort zone, just to be clear, it's not mm-hmm. about the C-suite feeling themselves uncomfortable. It's about creating a situation yes. where the employee might not necessarily feel 100% at ease, which is okay because that's how breakthroughs come. In fact, that's what you want. Okay. Now, of course, there is that. I, as a leader, make you feel uncomfortable. I inevitably right. feel yeah, uncomfortable too. Yeah, right. okay. So there's things in the book that talk about, you know, how do you release that so you don't get trapped triggered by their emotions. And in fact, if you know that they're having one, that it's a good sign, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you should be happy about that. Right. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, so it's, it's a way to look mm-hmm. at it as sort of the conversation zone, this, this, this exactly. zone that you, that you discuss. Exactly. The, but you say mm-hmm. in the beginning of the book, this isn't uh, a regular how-to conversation book. There is mm-hmm. a fundamental difference between the conversation you're talking about and what others talk about right. in other books. And what's, what's that main difference? Most of the time in conversation books, it's, it's focused on how do you get your message across and how do you influence people to do what you want them mm-hmm. to do. The difference here is that I'm looking at you as a, an intelligent person that's quite capable of doing things and you happen to be stuck. So my intention here is that I'm going to help you think through what you're doing and the effect that it has on people in such a way that then you will see things different. So it's not about my desire and my goals. It's about how am I going to partner with you to expand the way you see things. So it's about so the it's recipient. It's about the recipient. The recipient, not mm-hmm. me, the communicator. It's about right. it. it's making the shift in you, the right. employee. And it's more about what questions can I ask that will make you stop and think than what message I can deliver. Okay, so let's talk mm-hmm. about how we get into that discomfort zone. When yeah. is the right time to establish it? What are some of the strategy, rather, and criteria mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you, you, you enable? Right. 
Well, there's two main criteria. One, you're dealing with someone that probably does have answers. So oftentimes when you're trying to work with someone in their leadership style, they probably do know what to do, <laughs> but there's something that's keeping them from doing it. So like, let's say you've got a, a younger leader that has trouble delegating. Well, that has more to do with their own reward system and what they've been rewarded for in the past, what's hard for them to let go, what they're afraid of in when they delegate to others. It's better to help them to try to understand that than uh, to teach them more about how to delegate. They probably know how to delegate, but you want to look at what's stopping them. Okay. So number one, they probably have a basis of knowledge to start with, so you're already dealing right. you don't have to teach them or mentor them really uh, the other part of it is they're stuck they're either stuck in in the way they see the problem and they don't see the answer over here so they they can't see beyond see through the, the right the, they have the a clutter. blind spot right. Mm -hmm. right so you know they have a blind spot or they're just resisting uh, doing it for particular reasons. And you may not know why, why they're resisting, and that's okay, you don't need to know why. You're gonna discover it together with them. You talk about this concept in the book, the mm -hmm. safety bubble, mm -hmm. and effectively using it in the discomfort zone. Yeah. So how do you describe this bubble? One of the things that's required for this to work is there has to be an element of trust between people. Although it could work if, even if they don't like you, but if they don't trust your intention and what it is going on here, then it's not going to work. Right, yeah, it's futile. Yeah. So there's uh, really four elements. And the first one I call flow. There's been a lot of work about how to get in the zone and be really present um, with the person and not worry about the outcome. So just like they teach athletes, in order to be in the zone, right. you have to not worry about winning and losing and the outcome. You just have to be present and go with the flow. Well, it's the same thing with this, that you will have a desired intention for the person. You want them to be a better, help them to be a better leader, um, to be more successful. Uh, and you go in with the intention and that's it, not with uh, any attachment to what you want them to do. You just get present and you fully listen and you'll know, honestly know what questions to ask if you're fully present. Right. Then you have to set an emotional intention. So what leaders don't understand is they, the leader always sets the emotional tone of a conversation. But if a leader's anxious, people are going to be anxious. Right. You know, it's mm -hmm. contagious. Uh, if they're angry, people will be afraid. What is it you want the person to feel? So do you want them to feel encouraged, to feel inspired? Then you better go in with those feelings. And you can't be angry at them. They'll sense that right away and they'll block you out. Right. So set the emotional intention. And I always say go in being curious and care. And the energy is important. That's kind of what you're saying. It's so, so important. There's just so much research that talks about the energetic flow between two people. And we know it's there. It's just uh, difficult. You can't see it. Right. But it's just as powerful what you're feeling in the moment as what you say. I would imagine the most successful leaders or C-suite yeah. executives have to have that positive energy. Right. When you watch them on YouTube, it's always the one that is yeah. their energy. Of course. Right. Which leads to the third thing, which is um, you've got to hold the person in high regard. So if I go in um, angry with you and think you're an idiot, <laughs> it's not going to work. I may not like what you chose, but I still have to hold the highest regard for you that I know that you're quite capable and it's possible that you're going to see a new perspective of yourself and the situation. 
I have to hold that for you. You have to feel that I believe in you. Right. And that's really what creates trust. And then the final thing is you have to trust this process that if you start to feel uncomfortable or impatient, to take that breath and go back and continue with the reflection and the exploration. Because some people it's going to take a little bit of time. And it may not even happen in that conversation. Oftentimes when I work with uh, my executive clients, I'll say something and they like, oh, that's not it. And then they'll call me three days later and say, well, you were right. Yeah, that was it, right. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I just asked him a question. Right, right. Just sort of <laughs> right. got the, the floodgates going. So trust that the process uh, will work and just stay with it. You know, so many times leaders will say to me, I tried that coaching thing. It didn't really work. And they felt awkward. Well, I asked them, tell me how the conversation went. Well, they asked a few questions and it didn't work, so then they went back to telling them what to do. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I said, well, of course it didn't work. Exactly, right. And that mm -hmm. you talk about these sort of these three processing centers, the head, mm -hmm. the heart, and the gut, and when right. you really have to tune into all. How, how do you keep them mm -hmm. sharp, though, as a C-suite executive? Well, first you have to pay attention to it. So there's even an exercise in the book for if I were to say to you, do you have a big decision coming up? Or think of anything, even in your private life. And just break it down and say, OK, think from your head. Be open and curious. What comes to mind around this decision? You'll come up with the pros and the cons and the lists. But then I say, OK, just shut down your mind for a moment and just go to your heart. Think of something you really care about or somebody and just feel that space kind of opening. And now think about that decision. And it always comes up different aspects of the decision than what you thought in your brain. And then I say, OK, now go here. Remember right. a time you were courageous, that you said something or took a risk. Feel that courage. Now think about your decision. What emerges? What comes up? And even that exercise, they start to see when they make big decisions that if they make it only from their head is when they've made mistakes. Right. How often they say, oh, I should have listened to my gut, or my heart was telling me to do something else, if they'll admit that. C-Suite Radio. The main uh, thing I want to know is, mm -hmm. and I'd like to relate to the C-suite executives, how yeah. do you measure success mm -hmm. of a discomfort zone conversation? How do you know yeah. if it's gone well and, and if you need to change or you know change things for the next time? Right. Success will be in the behavior that comes after the conversation. Sometimes, again, they'll have that aha moment right there. And I always say, when they have that moment, and you see it, it is a natural process. First, you'll go blank. I call it the baby stare. When right. you say something and it pops the brain, people go. Right, the deer in headlights. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Or the baby that sees something for the first right. time. Right. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> because the brain all of a sudden goes, bingo, uh -huh, what right. I believe to be true is not true. So what happens is it has to like rewire and reorder. So there's a you know, few nanoseconds where there's nothing. And then they'll have an emotional reaction because it's the first time they've seen this blind spot or their source of resistance. And they may laugh, they may cry, they may get angry, but it's just a processing. You just hold the space and allow them to go through it. But always ask them, so what do you know to be true now? Because they have to articulate the new awareness. If they articulate it, then they will likely act on it. If they don't articulate it and they just say, oh, I get it now, right. then there's no commitment to the action. So 
what is it you get and what action are you going to do? So get a commitment for action there and you'll know. Sometimes though they have to, it's so big they have to, I have to think about that. But I would still say, what do you need to think about just so I know? Mm-hmm. You know so get the commitment for what are you going to go think about and when are we going to talk next? But generally you're going to see a change in uh, behavior. I would say, in my experience, fairly quickly. Okay. And so the measurement is, does the person actually change? Well, mm-hmm. there's a lot to get to. We didn't get to everything, but something, mm-hmm. I want to tell people to read the book because you've know, <laughs> dealt with so many big companies and leaders and mm-hmm. you talk about these breakthroughs that they've yeah. had by entering the discomfort zone. And it's, right. it's really important. So some invaluable mm-hmm. uh, advice and sort of facing your fears and, and the benefit of it. So yeah. thank you so much for your yeah. time and, uh, thank you. and your tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the book is called The Discomfort Zone, How Leaders Turn Difficult Conversations into Breakthroughs. Check out our website for more information on the book and to order it, it's www.csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.